Meanwhile, at the Quiet Council on Krakoa. All right, all right, let's have everyone's attention on me, please. Young Catherine's words have touched me. Watch your tassels, buffoon! Ah, plumage, you Philistine. Ah, the heroes of both Krakoa and Orocco travel their globes, collecting swords for the privilege of dancing into a meat grinder. Really, no need to stand. Let's raise our hand if we have something to say, dear. Anyway, what if we denied the Arachil that privilege? What if we let my Hellions do what they do best? Lie, cheat, and steal until Arako's swords are ours? How would they challenge us then? Hmm, force a forfeit. You see, Emma loves it. Though, someone should tell her face. We win without spilling a drop of Krakoan blood. I don't need the weird kid who smells like milk to tell me that Kokoa likes that. Get your jaw off the floor, you big beautiful island. Just ignore him. Shall we vote? I won't support a plan that sends more mutants to other worlds, not while they can't be safely resurrected. I agree, but the council still rules. So yes, a vote. Five hands to pass. All in favor of Sinister's plan? Compassion and reason win. We may yet end this nightmare before the slaughter comes. <laughs> it's settled then. The Hellions march into Arako to end the tournament before it starts. The fearless Mr. Sinister leading the way. Um, what, what was that last part? Hi everybody and welcome to episode 153 of Comic Book Queers Legacy. I am Brett and I am joined by my host Evil Jeff. Hello Evil. Hello! Happy Halloween almost. Are you scared? Um... I am actually the opposite of scared. I think watching so many horror movies has actually made me, like, optimistic. How <laughs> oh, so? Because they always end? No, happily? but I, no, I, for some reason, and I might regret this later on, but I actually feel, because the real scary thing is not Halloween, but November 3rd. Yes, that's correct. And I'm yeah. feeling optimistic at the moment. That might change any moment Good. in any day now. But I think I've just scared myself with so many horror movies that I'm just like, we're going to be okay. It's going to, the, <laughs> the good guys are going to win. Scared straight. <laughs> yeah. What was the last horror movie you've watched? I just watched last night The Babysitter. Oh, fun. And I last night watched, yeah, it's fun. Um, when you watch the sequel, we can talk about it. Okay. I watched Urban Legend. With, uh... Where, uh, with um, Pacey and the Noxima girl? Yes, with Pacey and the Noxima girl and Alicia Witt and Jared Leto. Oh, God, that's right. Jared Leto is in it. Right? I totally forgot. I was like, uh, my husband never saw it before. And I was like, he was like, who's in it? And I said, well, the Noxima girl, Pacey, and I think Jared Leto? Although I can't picture him or remember him. Sure enough, he's first build. I, Even though he's like kind of hardly in it. Does he die? No, 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 no. I will say, and you know, spoilers, but hey, the fucking movie came out in the 90s, so fuck off. Um, but the fact that they made the Noxzema girl the killer was brilliant yeah. and also yeah. completely implausible. Because yes, like, the Parker person she, like, was like six some guy foot from five, a tree. But they, the Parker person was like six foot five the whole time. Right. And then suddenly right. it's this five foot three Noxzema yeah. girl. What's her name? Yeah. Rebecca Gayhart? Yeah. Give me a break. But that's I need um, to rewatch that. That's I would I should watch all of those because it was like Urban yeah. Legends. I know what you did last summer. Scream. Um, what else came out around that time? Um, oh, I just watched Final Destination. Disturbing Behavior. Oh, Final Destination. Disturbing, disturbing Behavior. behavior. Um, Idle Hands. Idle Hands is great. Isn't yeah. that Jessica Alba? Devin Sawa and Jessica Alba. Ah! <laughs> I love and it. there's another one that came out. I think it came out in like 2000, 2001, but it still kind of counts. It was like, to me, the first post movie, that genre, um, Cherry Falls with Brittany Murphy. 
I don't think I saw that one. Oh yeah, yeah. It's good. That's not the. Um, I'll never tell. No, 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 no. That's something else. <laughs> that's a Michael Douglas. I'll never tell. <laughs> Urban Legend has a line at the end when, like, uh, the whole thing is being told like a story, kind of like Bly Mansion, which we'll talk about later in this episode. Okay. Uh, the whole thing's told like a story. And the people who are listening to the story at the end are like, yeah, we don't believe that. They, they treat it like another urban legend. Uh, and then they're all like, yeah, well, I heard this. And I heard this. And then one girl goes, yeah, I heard that the killer was the, was the girl from the Noxzema commercial. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's so meta. <laughs> they actually call her the girl from the Noxzema commercial. Oh, my God. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> It's fantastic. Urban Legend was a movie I watched so much when I was a kid. I watched it again. It's like, doesn't hold up. It's not that great. I mean, it's um, pretty good. Oh, I'm sure it's awful. Yeah, it's no yeah, it's scream. Well, I mean, basically, it was it's just no like, scream we're too. all going to copy Scream. Yeah, and, it's no um, Scream too. But that's the weird thing. Did you, like, I know what you did last summer? I did. I loved it. Here's that's next thing, though, for it's a rewatch. Not, I, did I ever tell you that it's not as good as the YA novel it's based off of? Ooh, no. Because the reason, the problem is the YA novel, they could never recreate it into a movie because the real killer in the book, each person is friends with this with some other person and you don't realize they're all the same person. And they're the killer. Oh. And so it was kind of, because when you read a book, it's just like, oh, I'm talking to Jimmy. And someone's like, oh, I'm talking to Robbie. And of, clearly they could never do that. Jimmy is Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're all you the can't same. can't see them. Exactly. Yeah. But that was like a really cool twist. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. You can't do that in a visual medium. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just super jazzed with Halloween. And uh, are you going to dress up as anything? <laughs> No. Yeah, I'm not going to do anything. I was going to go no. with Shaggy and try and oh, force my boyfriend to okay. get in a Scooby onesie. Oh, sure. But that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, no. I'm going to carve some pumpkins, oh, I think. okay. Oh, maybe I'll do that. That sounds fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah. they get rotten in like ten, in like three days. Everything that's, does. That's the problem. At least it's, is it colder yet in New York? Oh, very much so. See, that's the thing. If it's colder, when you have the pumpkin outside, they last a bit longer. But like in L.A., right now in, in L.A., it's like 95 degrees. No. The pumpkins oh, rot. How do you like live there? Seconds. Um, oh. I, I love it. <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I can't breathe the air. The air is horrible to breathe. So that's a yeah. problem. Anyway, I want to talk about, let's get into some, what are you going to hit? Oh. Hot topics. <laughs> Yay. Um, today's hot topic is this is news. We have a fan. <laughs> we we have, have a fan. Three of them. No. <laughs> we have a third listener, everyone. That's our hot topic. And I don't know. He said he's listening to the show. I don't know if he's going to keep on listening. So he might be listening to this right now. But I recently had a fan message me because um, for those that don't know, I edit a show called Uh. Um, with Trixie and Katya from RuPaul's Drag Race on YouTube. And I used to do, I used to have a YouTube called Sienna de Enema, which I did videos called um, Jizz. And so someone was a fan of those and he left me a message saying he's been going through my Instagram and saw that I was posting things on CBQ and that he liked the X-Men and uh, wanted to know how to listen to our podcast. Oh, a third listener. But here's the interesting thing. This person seems to be um, Australia, New Zealand. I'm not sure. And okay. uh, he left it in a voice memo. What does that mean? He like just texted you a, like an audio file? He an audio <gasps> file. Oh, my God. And so I'm just going to play a little bit. Oh, my God. Can you do that without his permission? I'm not going to use his name. Okay. I just want to play just so you can hear what his voice sounds like. Hey man, um, I hope you don't mind me sending you a message. Uh, big fan of your work. I was there, that's all I'm going to play. Ooh. Oh my, my God, God, the, the bass. bass. Mm. But isn't that... Ooh. That is like the sexiest... And he's a very attractive... Mm. He's a very attractive man. It is like one of the sexiest voices I've, I've ever heard. All I'm saying is I need more of that sexy <laughs> voice in my life. As yeah. someone who does not have a sexy voice, like my voice is um 
Um, how would how would you describe my voice? Um, Sexy. Faggy. I think my mine is definitely Faggy. faggier. It's nasal. It's it's uh, grating. No. Nails down a chalkboard. No, like it's not. <laughs> Stop. No, but there is something of. Um, uh, there's something just very sexy. So we have a we have a sexy fan, and so I'm just like, yay, yay, we love you, sexy fan. Um, I'm gonna play that voicemail on like a stereo system and lean up against the speaker. Oh yeah, wise. yeah. When he talks, <laughs> let it tingle Listen, in other regions. <laughs> I'm gonna bring us back on topic with some other hot topics. Yes, um, hot on topics. Uh, have you heard the casting rumors for Spider-Man Three? With Homecoming. Like the like the Tom Holland one. That's the only Spider Man happening right now, my well, dear. Isn't there Spider Verse? I didn't know if you were talking about. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Spider Man three. Um, uh, is it that uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in it? Yes. What is the plot of this one? Well, are they just the doing other person? Spider-verse? Are we just copying the cartoon now? I think so, because the other person that signed on is Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange, the madness of the so multiverse. So it's going to be, yeah, I th- it's going to be, I think WandaVision, Spider-Man 3, which is going to have home something in the title that was confirmed. Home. And home Doctor boner. Strange 2 are all connected. Home boner? I said home owner. Home owner. <laughs> Where um, is your mind? Well, if it's, if it's Andrew, Toby, and Tom, I want it to be homo threesome. Homo threesome. Well, I always said if you watch um, the new Rockstars channel where they have Rogue Theory, I said it was going to be called um, Spider Man. There's no place like home. Yes, I think that's cr- I think that's worlds. correct. Yes, I absolutely think that's it. Absolutely. But I do like Homo threesome. That is actually the best. I like Homo threesome. Um, so that's fun. There's also casting news for Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Who? Star of the Babysitter Club, Sochi Gomez has been cast as an unknown role. But isn't that the assistant? Is saying, the assistant, right? What's her name? Oh, oh, yeah, uh, Velma. Velma, yeah. Well, or are they uh, saying something else? Yeah. Who? America Chavez. Oh. Extra Dimension Powers, oh, American Chavez. All right. All yeah. right. Oh, my Ooh. God. And then, and then how long before they announce the Young Avengers? Because you said still you were saying it's going to be Ant-Man and the Young Avengers. Yep. I mean, God, that's going to be so good. And we know that the villain in Ant-Man 3 is Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country playing Kang. So it has so like, to be young Kang. Kang's a major, like Kang's a major, yes. I'm and glad. you're not going to have like Kang versus just Ant-Man, right? Like that's like the villain of Ant-Man 3 is Dr. Doom. It's like, wait, really? Um, but you could have Kang go up against the Young Avengers. That's yes. like big enough. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Haley Steinfeld. Is she still? Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. So I'm trying She's to think Kate we have Bishop. Cassie. We have Hawkeye. WandaVision is going to bring uh, Wiccan. Billy. Then with Kang, we're going to have Iron Lad. And then we have America yeah. Chavez. Yeah, and Isaiah Bradley from um, Truth, the Captain America. Oh, we'll be Patriot. Patriot will be in it. Ah, yep. Oh, my God. This is all coming together. It's all coming together. And together. something Woo! that's not coming together okay. is that... Tatiana Maslany has denied that she has been cast as She-Hulk. Wait, what? But didn't Marvel release that? Marvel did not. Deadline did. Oh. So she's denied it. She's like, it's a rumor. I don't know what that is. I'm not in talks. But, and I was like, oh, I'm so sad. But then I looked it up. And who else pulled that shit? Who? Paul Rudd. Oh, saying that he wasn't going to be Ant-Man? Yes. Uh, and Brie Larson. Uh, Brie Larson, when when somebody asked her about it, pretended to not know who the character was and corrected them and said, no, 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 Captain America is a is a man. And they're like, no, Captain Marvel. And she's like, wait, I don't understand who that is. Oh, what a lying bitch. <laughs> so I think Tatiana's a lying bitch. Well. She's committing perjury. <laughs> 
when you work for Marvel, you're under oath. <laughs> Do you know I did that in a sketch show we did um, at my theater that I ran for many years? We did a superhero sketch show called Assemblers, and one of the um, runners that we did was um, uh, commercials for Jennifer Walters' uh, law practice. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, so much casting... Stuff. I don't know what to call it. Isn't Tatiana Maslany going to be in some cartoon as well? I feel like she was just cast into some something else as well. My God, I probably should have looked it up before I brought it up. Right. Anyway, but she's not listed on I. No, she is listed on IMDb already as She Hawk. So, huh? My God. Huh. Anyway. Um, how about we get a little X-y in the house? Ooh, you want to talk about some X-Men? Or Tenny. Let's get Tenny. Let's get Tenny, because it's Ten of Swords right now. Hit it! I want your X. All right, so we had chapters six, seven, and eight, right? That's correct. Of Ten of Swords across Mm. Hellions, uh, New Mutants, and Cable. 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 So we're going to talk in order, but sadly, yeah. because we're going to go in order of the, <laughs> oh, I know. my favorite one, we're going to talk about first. And uh, it is Hellions. Part Chapter six. six. What? Yeah. Um, well, issue five. What, yeah. what runs did Wells do in X-Men? Zeb, uh, I'm not too familiar with previous Zeb Wells runs. Stuff. I know he oh, has Oh, yeah. Stuff. I've known the name. I've known the name for... For many years like i'm just trying to because it's so good he's he did so, a lot of new he's mutant got such stuff a, right yeah oh he did a new mutants run yeah right yeah yeah I, he sure did i am like i am like sinister like uh, i love every character in this in hellions like Psylocke is kind of amazing. Havoc is all fucked up. Gray Crow is awesome. Empath is psycho. Oh, we finally get Empath. Yeah. Nanny and Orphan Maker are fucking weird. Hilarious. Sinister is just oh my god. Like I what a just delight. I can't imagine. I wonder. I wonder what Chris Claremont thinks because he hates everything. <laughs> But, like, when Chris Claremont created Mr. Sinister, like, did he... I wonder if he thought that he was going to be this gay. Like, it's basically (laughs) now if Liberace was a villain. (laughs) (laughs) He got there. Slowly but surely, we got to Liberace. This issue is so funny. It opens with the resurrection of Empath, and it is a straight visual and sequential parody of when Cyclops was resurrected in House of X. Yeah. It's like the same panel, but instead it's Empath with like red glow coming out of his eyes that just says, fuck, where the fuck am I? <laughs> and Xavier, easy now. What's your name, child? What's your name? Get the fuck, get the fuck off me. Oh, so great. They subvert the Cyclops scene. He pisses off Hope. We get to the Quiet Council and just the fun begins with Sinister. It's a, it's just such good writing. It's so funny. Yeah, because Sinister is like, well, let's just steal the swords and then they have to forfeit. But then Exodus is like, okay, and then and they all like vote on it. But then it was like, okay, and then you can lead them and go in. And then Sinister is like, wait, what? What? Yeah, and then Sinister everybody wants votes to, like, yeah, get the fuck in there. Yeah, you go do it. It's your idea. He wants to bring the Hellions to Otherworld and steal the Swordbreakers of Arako's swords. Yeah. Which part of me is like, if I was on the Quiet Council, I'd be like, that's a really stupid fucking plan. <laughs> but hey, if well, it brings the Hellions into the story, so be it. That It's true. But also there is the thing of like, I'd be very worried with Saturnine being this all-powerful like all-knowing woman like i feel like wouldn't right. she know that you're cheating and then ju- then you would be forfeited that's I don't, why i, I think it's very stupid dangerous. yes it's very dangerous it's very dangerous saturnine's not going to be like oh you got me oh well yeah but at the same time they came and just took over a goddamn tower and then she's like okay that she does reward tre- like chicanery and mischief so sure. who knows as long as it moves things forward keeps the wheel turning but I do love um, that they're like, Sinister, it's time for you to get your own fucking hands dirty. Exactly. 
get in there. And I do um, wish Xavier, Xavier, here's the deal. I understand that there's backups of everybody um, that Xavier loads up into all the Cerebros. But I've said this before, Xavier, you need, I know you can't, you're not monitoring every single thought, but some of the evil villainy people, maybe, maybe go in and be like, I'm going to go look in at your last backup and see what the fuck you're up to. Because Sinister's up to some... He has a whole cloning thing on the side going on. He's got a clone of himself that he talks to in a scene later on in this book. And that's the cool thing is he's try, he basically unfreezed a clone and be like, you go off into Otherworld. And then the clone's like, no, you fucking go off into Otherworld. And we actually don't know which one... We, we don't, don't know, know which, which one, one went in. eventually goes. How old is Orphan Maker? Yeah, I think he's a. I think he's younger than we think. Cause he talks like he's like eleven years old. Well, he's well, he's mentally um, eleven years old. That's what I mean. Is that. he just mentally there, or is he like? Cause we don't know what's inside that thing. Yeah, we don't know. Wasn't there, or am I thinking of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, where it's like the helmet comes off? It's like, oh my god, you're like a child. Um, Didn't that ever happen with Orphan Maker? I'm probably thinking of Mad Max Beyond I think that's Thunderdome. Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, the Hellions go into Otherworld and they get there via Avalon. So, of course, that brings King Jamie. So, of course, can I have a whole series of just Jamie, uh, like Jamie Braddock and Mr. Sinister oh my just God, having conversations? In one of the best lines in this issue, when Sinister walks in, Jamie's first response is, ooh, that's a right cracking cape you got there. And the cape, Sinister's cape, is the most hilarious running gag throughout this entire issue. Yeah, first it's like the plumage is getting into Exodus's face. At the Quiet Council. Then he fights with the clone over it when they do rock, paper, scissor. Winner gets the cape. Then Jamie wants the cape. He forces Sinister to trade him the cape for passage into <laughs> other worlds. And just like, just if you like, just the lines in this. And it's also like, this is the reason I love X Factor so much is there's such characters give lines where, and here's the thing is like, this is what good writing is. And like even uh, Joss Whedon said, when he was reading a Buffy script, he wanted to be the, a good Buffy script meant that if you erased all the names, you would still know, you would still know. who everyone is that's talking. And I feel that is how it is with X yep. Factor and the lines in this, like just the part where, where Psylocke is like, you're coming with this. And he's like, um, no, I'm leading you into enemy territory. As your general, jockeying for my affection is encouraged. Favoritism will be rampant and arbitrary. Like, it's <laughs> just, his lines are just amazing. And him and Jamie, there's this whole thing with a horse where he's like, I want you to take this horse. And they're like, we don't want a fucking horse. And Jamie and looks really kind of sexy with this mustache and crown. He does. He does. With his crooked crown. Um, and then the best visual gag on the planet, you got a horse, an elegant, beautiful, silky horse, throw a nanny on it (laughs) (laughs) for the best visual gag ever. I know. So So much good comedy. Yeah. So they're off in Avalon and I do also love just creating this world where the, where other world, we only really saw this, the, the Citadel, that's all we ever saw of other world and creating that there's these lands inside of it so vastly different these kingdoms are i'm fascinated by all of them there's a vampire world a fury world imagine jasper's world um a mercator world avalon um roma's orgy world like uh, merlin's uh uh soldier world like it's all i can't wait incredible all of the fights to happen on each of these worlds because i know that and they even they even talk about, oh, I think that's what the X-Books are going to be about yeah, moving yeah, forward. Yeah. They even um, go into Dryador, the data page for Dryador, and show that it is, has been taken over and it is now the king, the fiefdom of Amenth, and that the regents are now famine and pestilence. Yes. Like yes. They even catch you up on the, polit- the political outcome of 
Arako taking over one of the kingdoms. It's incredible. Yes. And the other interesting thing is um, Empath is a dick, but he is also insanely powerful. Insanely powerful. I also think having a full narcissistic psychopath with that much power is a bad idea. Um, But Sinister basically has to let him basically, uh, uh, in a way, lobotomize Grey Crow in order to get them out of of a jam. Yeah. Oh, God. And then if you notice, when when they're out of the jam and they're on horseback going through Otherworld, Sinister found another goddamn feather. (laughs) I know! (laughs) It's fantastic. It's so fucking funny. So they're now off to find these, uh, the bad guy swords. Yeah. But I kind of love it because it's just swords, 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 and swords. Can we have some more swords in this plot line? We can. We're going to we're going to put so many swords in this plot line that we're going to turn one of our beloved characters from X-Men books into a sword as we see in New Mutants number 13. New Mutants Doug Ramsey. I thought this issue was delightful. Mhm. Cuz it was essentially a series of conversations between Doug Warlock and Ileana. Yeah. And he finally started saying things because remember the, when he first came back in Necrotia? Yeah, and the it body was, language. And it was all like, I can read body language and it makes me this amazing fighter. There was parts where he's finally like, oh, this fighting is like a language and I can see where it's coming from. Yes. But I can see that you're holding back, bitch. And Ileana makes no qualms about it where she's like, you're going to die. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But and here, he might. But that's the thing is I do feel as the I feel the Quiet Council and Krakoa, I also feel it's going to be like, I also would be like, we're going to forfeit you because you can't have him like he's too great of a risk to die. Like you can't have him die. Like he's going to die. And then you don't have anyone. I guess then it just means um, poor. Uh, what's his name? Um What's the fat guy from Generation X? Mondo. Mondo. I guess Mondo is just going to be the, like, sorry about it, Mondo. You do realize if Doug dies, then it's all you. <laughs> yeah. My theory was that Doug was going to go up against um, Pog Your Pog, uh-huh. the giant lizard sword breaker, who, when they listed his power in a, in a teaser thing, um, they listed his power as Pog Your Pog. And when they listed his sword... They list his sword as Pog Your Pog. So I figured he was like a Groot. Like Pog Your Pog only says Pog Your Pog, Pog Your Pog, Pog Your Pog. Yeah. So I thought Doug would fight him and Doug would be able to speak to him. But no, no. They've revealed that it's magic who's going to take on Pog Your Pog. Oh. Well, the other thing that's interesting is she also kept saying things like, oh, during the fight, stay by me. And I was like, oh, are they all going to be together? At the same time? At the same right? time? I thought it was I like, thought it would be okay, like, and now, now these two. two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that could well, be what it, it is, be. and they just don't know. But I do find that very interesting. I still think that the actual duels are going to happen fairly quickly, and that a lot of this story is going to be the aftermath. Yeah. 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 Um, so this issue is great. This is a beautifully drawn by Rod Rice, and this is actually Ed Brisson's last issue of New Mutants before they hand it over to um, to Vita. Cool. Ayala. Yeah. Uh, but it was fantastic. Um, Exodus is involved. He's slapping Doug around, saying, "You got to get tougher. You got to get tougher." Uh, Krakoa is like, "Don't go." And I know this is awful, but I've just not been into this artwork. Oh, really? I love Rod Rice's artwork. I'm just not into it. Yeah. Anyway, talks about the uh, Soul like, Sword and Warlock. Do you like Phil Noto's? Do you like the guy that does Cable's artwork? I, I like I that it better. Very similar. I like that better. Yeah. This is sketchier. It's this too is more sketchy. It's, it's too sketchy. But but that, it's almost like trying to be him and not succeeding. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I understand. And our opinions and opinions are like assholes. 
Fuck them. Of course. Um, Fuck them. <laughs> um, they go into the hot hive kingdom here in a data page talking about how this was like a big, like friendly beehive. But that's and then what are they? A parasite was introduced. But are they bee? Like, what are they? I don't know, but a parasite was introduced and now they're the parasite. The Bong Joon Ho. It's movie. one big hive mind. It's the Bong Joon Ho movie. Host. <laughs> um, yeah, this whole thing with Doug, I do find it interesting. Exodus was like, oh, I should just kill you. And then you're forced to forfeit, which I part of me is still like, I feel like that's a good idea. Part of me is like, that is a good idea. Um, part of me is like, I know, clone Doug, throw him in exile with Sabretooth, let him sit there. Well, here's And the, then bring him back. Okay, this is the other thing. Why aren't they doing that for all of them? Well, I still, I think that wouldn't work. I think that when you die in other worlds, like any attempt, any history of you is No, no, erased. no, 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 but that's what so, I'm saying is they have a rule that you can't, they have a rule that you can't um, resurrect someone who's not dead yet. That doesn't mean they can't do it. But I'm saying even the clone would be erased. Not if they're alive. It's reality warping. Any trace of the old version is eradicated. Okay. If it like it overwrites old files, I don't think the clone thing. No, Again, but I don't Saturn think that is true because Mr. No, because Mr. Sinister said he could clone he could clone uh uh Jamie in case he dies in Otherworld. I feel like he's a fool. I don't know. For even I, I feel that. no, because no. The only thing that it overrided was was the cerebro. There's nothing that said if someone is if there's two people resur- if someone's resurrected and already alive that they will be overwritten too. That's there's never nothing been that said it wasn't. Okay, but that I'm, but I'm saying because it says it on. wasn't, I would as a backup, I would just clone Storm, Wolverine, clone all of them, put them on ice. And then if they live, then you just kill those clones. It wouldn't work. I'm just saying that's what I would do if I was it Moira, because she runs everything. <laughs> oh, can we talk about Moira for a second? Oh, yes. You have a, it's time to bring ah! up your theory. Yeah. My theory. You noticed annihil- something. You, have, you discovered something, Brett. Yeah. My theory is that Annihilation is Moira. Annihilation is Moira from, because she was with, uh, and from the apocalypse where she was apocalypse's lover. Correct. Fascinating. If you look at the timeline, that's life nine. It's the life right before this one. In life nine, she resurrects apocalypse Together, they kill Xavier and Magneto. They enslave Sinister. They go to Arako and rescue the horsemen. And then the apocalypse war begins. Now, the thing I want to point out, all the other lives, eight, you know, one through seven, one through eight, they end upon her death. Life nine, the apocalypse life, when the apocalypse war begins, it's a dotted line. So, and they don't show her. Wait, I thought, what's the one? But where is that Wolverine because she's in stasis? What's yeah, is that's kills the apocalypse her? one. I thought that, was, that, the the apocalypse that was the one? apocalypse one. That would be, I mean, I love this theory. My question is, is how would another timeline come into a separate right. timeline? Other world. But other I world. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Here's that, the, wait, you're right. I think you just poked a hole. Should we do see her die. But, but no, but here's this. I have a question. Are these alternate timelines, are they accessible in other world? Ooh. I bet you they right? are. Right? 
Maybe oh so God. I'm saying maybe she is. I love that that maybe she is annihilation. But I will say can you I just have I just want something of Moira. Give me some Moira. <laughs> I want Moira. Moira. Come on. Yeah, I hope I hope it's her. That would be so fun. Yeah, I think that would like be Like her, her her name is Annihilation because if she dies that reality is annihilated. Ooh. Now, um, let's go on to Cable. Cable, number five. Sir Le Cable. Jerry Duggan, Phil Noto. Um, this Cable thing is he's there. They're in the sword uh, ship. The peak. And um, and apparently. They recharged it, but apparently it was turned off for a reason. Because these weird parasitic... Are they aliens? Are they from another dimension? That's the one Ooh, thing. Ooh, they're scary. Looks like they're wearing suits, but they got like insect bodies. But it seems like they're from another dimension. And yeah. they're basically like, oh, we're going to erase... Like, we're going to study and erase this dimension. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so it looks like almost everyone was killed on the sword ship in order to save, the, to stop the, them from coming through. They turn it back on with his sword. Ileana is like, bitch, get back here. Like, you have to come back now. <laughs> right. Like, pull the sword out of the plug and just come back. And then they slowly, Jean Grey is like, oh, we need to unplug this goddamn sword. Um. And I do love that it shows Cyclops being very powerful. Yeah, I always love that. Yeah. Um, what? And then I, the one other thing it talks about is Blightspoke. Yes, one of the kingdoms of Otherworld. This one is weird. It's like this place is poison. It's a... It's a graveyard of failed realities, like things that are destroyed from other realities. It's so are weird. in Blightspoke, so maybe Moira's other lives are in there. That would be fascinating. But there's some sheriff that like runs it. It's very weird. I can't wait sheriff to meet Gia. I can't wait to meet all of these people. Yeah. Oh god, they're setting up so much story. Who is when Jean Grey runs into someone that's like has like black eyes. Yeah. Is that a specific a sword? Is that no, a specific person? Okay, I didn't know if that was like should we know who that is? I don't think so. Maybe if you read uh Captain Marvel. But, okay. Mm. Um but I'm not. And yeah, basically it's just Gene, Scott, and their boy fighting interdimensional aliens a nice family adventure um and basically all they had to do was unplug it it looks like and then it was and then it worked i think it worked right (laughs) yeah yeah i want to know how does the peak like how does this all fit in because saturnine was like you got to go here i know right who knows who knows yeah, I mean, did she want them to find the Viscora, which is the race of these parasites, or does she want them to have the ship? Yeah, I don't. That's a, but I what I do know is is that half of the champions have shoved their Are sword in into place. the ground. And coming up next week will be Betsy Braddock and Brian Braddock. And Yay. my theory seems to be correct because in a preview, she was like, I don't want the Sword of Might. I like my sword. So I was like, hmm. She's going to have the Starlight Sword. So yeah, she'll probably get the Starlight Sword. But then that Heck, does yeah. leave me, what sword was Magneto holding? The Cerebro Sword? Maybe. I mean, that makes the most sense. But that's in the hands of Mikhail Rasputin right now. Ugh, that... Ugh, can, 
let's end that story. That's the other thing is part of me is like, can this just like, can we just like pretend like Wolverine's Dracula story just isn't happening anymore? Like, I don't want to go, I don't want X, Ten of Swords to end. And then we have to like go back to the story. <laughs> anyway, back to this boring story. I know, yeah. you're like, boo, boo. <laughs> hey, one thing I want to point out in New Mutants and Cable are the conversations happening between Cyclops and Magic. In okay. New New Mutants, the two captains. In yeah, the, they New kind Mutants, of have a thing of like, yeah, we're they're the speaking two. in code. But they're kind of like, yeah, we're the best, and we have a thing going on, and we have our own thing going on that no one else knows about. Yeah, because they're the captains. It's yeah, like their job. Yeah, but I have a feeling yeah. a lot so, of the shit that they're saying to each other is not stuff the Quiet Council is aware of either. No, this is cap. Yeah, abs- This is Cyclops talk, right? Yeah, like, yeah. This is yeah. So he, the first exchange happens in. New Mutants, where she looks at Cyclops and says, um, maybe we'll make some plans. And he says, you never know, it could rain. And she pauses and goes, understood. And then later in Cable, she says to him, so is it just me or does it look like rain, Captain? And Captain Cyclops says, feels like it's going to come down. Oh, I'm sorry. Cyclops says to her, so is it just me or does it look like rain, Captain? And Ileana says, feels like it's going to come down like daggers, sir. Yeah. So what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck does that mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I love when Scott does stuff like this. All right. And uh, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. That's it for X-Men. Although there is some more that's X-Men, it. but it will. I need to do it in the next segment. Yes. So let's get a comic, shall we? Yes. Hit it. Yes. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get ahead. Okay, Brett. Did you read The Avengers? No, I did not. I just realized we didn't talk about the Ten of Swords handbook that came out, but never mind. There's a Ten of Swords handbook? It's a handbook. Yeah, it's a handbook with all the characters in it, and Moira's got a big entry, and Brew has a big entry. Oh. Anyway. Can you buy that? Yep. Okay, I'll have to... I'd rather... Let's, let me look at it, and then we can discuss it next week, maybe. Okay. But there's more X-Men stuff to talk about, because... X-Men? Yes. In The Avengers. What?! Yes. Are you not following oh, the God, Avengers? Oh, God, no. Is it Phoenix? Yes. Oh, God. So this stupid Moon Knight thing is going on where all the Moon oh, Knight... Oh, still? Yeah, well, but then... So Moon Knight, the way he decides to kill the other Moon Knight, like the actual god of the moon, is he's like, you're not my god. I have a new god now. And he has the Phoenix come and enter him. So he's like moon, really he's like moon. Phoenix. So he's like the sun star king, star knight. Yeah, Fire and he knight? defeats I everything. But then the phoenix at the end, and so in this, in this, it cuts. There's a scene like I read that, and then in the next issue, mm-hmm. which was this week, um, that was the last issue where he like shows that he has the phoenix powers. So this issue, it, there's a scene where it cuts to the moon at the Summers house, and Wolverine's like, "Do you feel that?" And then Jean's like, oh, it's coming, but it doesn't want me. And he's like, Uh, and then Wolverine is like, I need to go. I need to go. And she's like, I'm not going. She's like, it doesn't want me. And I want nothing to do with this. And he's like, well, I need to go. I need to help the Avengers. So, but then at the end, the Phoenix leaves Moon Knight. And then if you look, they just released the new character breakdown of the new Phoenix Five Oh no! And uh, the Phoenix is going to take over the Avengers. Is Wolverine one? So once again, Namor does Stop. get the Phoenix again, again. Wolverine, Phoenix, Wolverine, Phoenix, Hulk, Phoenix, Shang Chi. Oh, that I like. Phoenix, Panther. And Captain Phoenix America. (laughs) That's six. Oh, six. Sorry. 
But you know, the Phoenix Five is what they were called before. Now it's the Avengers Phoenix Six. I hate it. Yeah, I hate hate all of this. I hate it. I hate that. I hate it. So the Avengers is garbage right now to me. Wow. And I have nothing else to say because it's stupid. I will say it's just... who is writing any all of this? Um, yeah, Jason, Jason Aaron. Aaron yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't like any of it. I don't like it. So, I haven't liked any part of this run. No, it's garbage. Ugh, so now it's like, oh, you're going to start encroaching in on fun X Men things. So now, so now, when we got, ever do any Phoenix stuff again, we have to deal with the fact that Captain America was once the Phoenix. Ugh. Ugh. Horrible. Anyway, that's the only other thing that I read. I read The Amazing Spider-Man number 50 to take it back to Spider-Man. Is Ryan Otley drawing any of these still? He did the cover. um, No, not in this one. Uh, He did the cover of the last one. Uh, He's not on this. This is the beginning of a new storyline called Last Remains. Um, Last issue was like, per its original numbering, last issue which was Amazing Spider-Man 49 is actually Amazing Spider-Man 850. So it was like a big double-sized issue where Spider-Man teamed up with the Green Goblin to face um, a super-powered Sin Eater. Because like old classic. Well, this is what, where the Green villain. Goblin became good because the Sin Eater ate all of his evilness out. Isn't that what happened? Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, he's still evil. Oh, <laughs> he is evil. Spoiler, he tried to have Spider-Man killed in the middle of them teaming up. He tried to kill him. Oh, well, I guess that didn't Um, last long. It didn't last long. And now uh, Sin Eater basically shot Norman. And I think, uh, yeah, he shot Norman, but Norman's not dead. Sin Eater is working for a villain, a new villain called Kindred who is like this like mummy covered in giant millipedes real gross guy like he's real gross um so kindred like kills the sin eater um spider-man was saved by his friends jessica drew i'm sorry spider-man's friends are iceman and firestar (laughs) thank you Thank you. It's like they've combined Spider-Man and his amazing friends and Spider-Verse. Like, it's just Miles and Jessica and Gwen. They're all his amazing friends. Um, Spider-Man goes for help. Goes to Doctor Strange for help. Like, I don't know. All this stuff. It's very demonic. Basically, Kindred is like uh, taking people over and causing them to be evil. And it's all very horrible. And Norman... uh, it feels like he's kind of good now. Um, I think senior shooting him did make him like kind of snap out of it. Uh, and anyway, Norman is like, Oh my God, everybody, we have to take kindred down. You don't, you don't understand how bad it is. And they're like, why is it so bad? And he's like, cause kindred is my son, Harry Osborne. I was oh, like, Oh for God. Christ's <laughs> sakes. I literally was about to say that as a joke, but then it's real. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like definite eye roller at the end of okay. that last page. You're like, okay, of course it is. It always is. All right. Spider-Man. Right? It's a thing. <laughs> Spider-Man. He has friends. And James Franco is the villain. Again. Oh, I mean, he is. <laughs> is his career over? He was me too. Is he done? Yeah, he should be. Did you hear the most disturbing thing? Did you hear about how... When he did, uh, he was doing some sex scene mm-hmm. and he, and like, it was like a blowjob scene, but in the scene before the take started and like they said action, he like took off like the thing, like blocking where his dick was. Oh. So that the, like, they didn't want to ruin the take, but now it's like his dick was in the girl's faces. Anyway, he's gross. gross. Harry Osborne. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, though, I really am excited to talk about a certain <gasps> Netflix show. Okay. Hit it. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right. So. Okay. 
we're getting in the Halloween spirit this October and watching some spooky things. One of our favorite shows of all time was The Haunting of Hill House. Yes, so scary. And now, finally, two years later, there is a sequel called, uh, was it The Haunting of Bly Mansion? Is that the actual title? Manor. Manor. Haunting of Bly Manor, or as I like to call it, The Haunting of Blah Manor. Um, Oh. uh, It's another Mike Flanagan piece. It's another Mike Flanagan piece. Uh, Brett, you, what did you think of this? I loved it, Um, particularly the ending. I agree with you. You said last week that this isn't nowhere near as scary as Hill House. And I agree. Uh, This was, to me, a lot more emotional. Yes. And I think this is my problem. And it's one of those things where, all right, picture it. Picture that I am like, do you want some apple pie, Brett? And then you're like, yes. yes. And then I hand you this apple pie. And then you cut a piece of apple pie and you bite into it. And it's chili and cheese inside of it. <laughs> now, here's it was the still deal. a little scary. Here's the deal. If you eat like a shepherd's pie, like a pie with chili and cheese in it, probably tastes good. But if you're expecting expecting, apple, it's disgusting. And I think my problem is, yes, if someone was like, do you want to watch this like supernatural drama? I probably would have been like, oh, I really like this. But because I kept going into it, wanting to be scared and not being scared, I just I got pissed off. And so I wasn't able to appreciate like the good parts of it, which I do agree. I feel it's well made and all of that. And it's good. And I love the fact that it's basically a lesbian love story. And that's what I said out loud to my husband when I was, no joke, hysterical crying at the end. Yeah, the end is very I, sad. I needed to be consoled. Like, I started, like, I this outpouring of emotion came out of my face. Yeah. When yeah. a few episodes in, you realize that the narrator of this story Carla Gugino from Hill House at some sort of wedding so the 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 framing device is that Carla Gugino you don't know who she is she is at a wedding and she's like hey everyone can I tell you a story and she tells the story of the haunting of Bly Manor I will say in like episode four I just wanted to cut back to everyone and being being people being like this story is really are you still telling the story (laughs) oh my god can we we, can we go Did you notice that the fucking groom at the wedding was Greg from the room? It was the the friend from the room. The bad like like the Tommy bad. Wiseau? Really? I do, yeah. I don't remember any. It was Greg Sestero. I should know. I was in the room the musical. I know who these people are. Um one of my friends is like super close friends with one of the girls in it. I can't remember anyone's name though, but um well uh so they they flash back to like the like who the original ghost is. Wait, are you? Um, but are you saying a few episodes in you knew who the narrator was? No, I'm saying I, I would say like the second to last, third to last episode. It okay. hit me. I was like, oh, Carla Gugino yeah, was yeah, Jamie yeah, the yeah, Gardener. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Spoiler. Um, and I freaked out. And then the whole time I was like, oh my god, please, 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 let that be true. Let that be true. And like as it was happening, I was like, yes. Uh, the final episode about the their life after escaping the house. So sad. Was fantastic and so sad. It was so beautiful. It was a beautiful, but I would say like during the the middle of the series, I was like, okay, can we get on with him, please? Like there was the whole episode about Oliver Jackson Cohen and um, Tahira Sheriff's uh, Sharif's characters, the babysitter and the handsome guy, her mm-hmm. boyfriend who worked for the rich uncle who was really the dad. Yeah. Like their flashback of like how they became ghosts and like their whole story. I was like, oh, can we get on with it? Oh no, tell me, no, sorry. When they actually go to the lady in the lake, I was like, then I was like, yeah. Oh no. I was like, this could have been 10 minutes long. Oh, 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 you mean the episode? I agree. I totally agree. Like like, this could have been 10, this could have been done in 10 minutes. And then we when they got to the action of her grabbing people by the throat in the modern day, I was like, yeah, 
yes, but then her flashback, especially since it was Theodora from Hill House, who's like not a great actress, but yeah. is the wife of Mike yeah. Flanagan. Yeah. Oh, is that that? There we go. Because she, she's the one who had the like, she had to wear gloves in Hill House, right? Yeah. And like, there was that one episode she had that big monologue. And I remember during the monologue, I was like, this ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, but no. it was I, I mean it was beautiful like if you reset your expectations you don't expect Hill House you expect something more just like a supernatural more like gothic drama. romance a goth it's yeah gothic a romance. supernatural gothic romance lesbian romance you will really like it if you're like oh I want some nice ghost scares no no nothing but if you have a heart uh, the end will tear it into. Yes. I also will say congratulations on, I felt the way they, the whoever did the costumes, the 80s costumes, and then even transferring yeah. to the 90s costumes. Uh, it was good. It, it was very, like, I was looking, I'm like, oh, they're totally in the 90s right now. Look at her with that floral sundress and a jean mm-hmm. jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I love the kid from E.T. as a stuffy old British man. Because he's American, Oh, that's the... Okay, here's the other thing. Is, um... Is, what's her name? The girl, the wife, and E.T. Their accents were not that great. (laughs) Oh, I thought they were... I thought thought Henry Thomas's accent was was good. I was like, oh, he sounds so good. He sounds good in the same way Peter Dinklage sounded good in Game of Thrones. (laughs) But that wasn't really in English. Like, he was, I was kind of, his was a little more cartoony. Um, But I liked his acting, at least. Um, But uh, what's, um, the, the other thing that weirded me out a little bit, and my one friend actually stopped, he called me and stopped watching it. He's like, her Jersey accent is driving me insane. <laughs> like no, the main character has yeah. this Jersey accent. He's Victoria like, Pajetti's, he's like, yeah. stop talking. Like he's from Jersey and you're from Jersey too. So I, did it bother you? No, no not at all. No. Okay. I, I, was, actually, I, I didn't know, but I didn't know it was New Jersey. I, yeah, uh, it has a I little actually, bit of a, you know, it had a little bit of yeah. a sw- of a, like, you know, yeah. draw, but yeah. Um, yeah, but it's cute. It's cute. Yeah, I mean it's it's very good. It's very well made. For it's me, well the best performed. episode is the what's the the housekeeper that I love. Oh, Hannah actress. Gross! Oh my she's god, my favorite character. Years, she's from years obsessed. and years. She's from years and years. I'm and obsessed she's a with her. Great actress, and so her episode her English was is impeccable. Her Queen's English. She's not. Her episode is fantastic. Wait, the actress what, is Tania Miller. Wait, is she not really from England? I'm sure she is. Oh, I just okay. thought just I just love the way she speaks so proper. Oh, okay. Well, it's like how she talks. Oh, yeah. Her episode was great. She was great. That was the thing. Like the the four main characters, Danny, Hannah, Owen, and Jamie the gardener. I loved. Yeah. The ki- the kids. I kind of didn't give a shit about. <laughs> well, the other thing was, I will say this: like the little girl, like the the cool. Like I felt the the boy because they were being possessed by different ghosts. Yeah. And I felt that the boy did a good job when he was possessed the little girl when yeah. when she was possessed she was just acting the same so i was like come on she come was on. just acting the same but you know who she is right no who she's peppa the pig what she's the voice of peppa pig i hate it <laughs> <laughs> She is. So she's probably richer than all of these fuckers. <laughs> she's like, I can act however the fuck I want. You know nothing podcast host. <laughs> anyway, um, it's fine. Great. It's fine. It's Halloween. Watch it. It's a little slow to get through in the middle. Uh, there's another Halloween scary show that I want to tell you about because it's Marvel. What is it? It's on Hulu, and it's called Hellstrom. You mean Damien Hellstrom? It's Damien Hellstrom. Uh, or Damon? Is it Damon or Damien? I think it's Damien. Damien? Isn't that from The Omen? So I always feel like that's the Lucifer I think name. it's Damon. Damon? Okay. I should know this. He was on Strike Force. My God. Um, so I knew that, they were, that Hulu was coming out with a Hellstrom show. I knew that it's... Yeah, it's Damon. D-A-I-M-O-N. I knew that uh, 
this show is based on Damon Hellstrom. I knew that he didn't look traditionally like the character in the comics, you know, because he's not walking around with no shirt on with a pentagram carved in his chest with a giant trident and hair on fire. Uh, so I decided to give it a chance. I was like, it doesn't feel like Marvel. It doesn't look like Marvel. Let me watch it. Um, it is very much Damon Hellstrom. The character is very much the same, played by Tom Austin, who is so fucking hot. Uh, the character is super over it. Okay. Just like in the books. I didn't, what I didn't realize was that it was also about his sister, Satana. Mm. So this show, Hellstrom, is about Satana and Damon as estranged brother, sister, demon hunters who were the uh their father was a horrible serial killer and their mother is possessed by a major demon locked up in a sanctuary i was like oh okay do they I'll have take estranged brother sister demon hunters the hell yeah damon oh it opens with him investigating a possession in a house it's a little boy and he goes up to the attic and the boy is possessed but when the boy was like demon acting, I was like, this is really shitty. This is the show. This is the, they hired some shitty kid to like act like a demon and it's this bad. And so Damon throws holy water on him and the kid is like, it burns. And Damon's like, I just got that water out of your faucet. Get up. And the kid's like, what? Oh, and so it's, it's like, supposed to be bad. It. <laughs> it's supposed to be bad. The kid was faking it, but the kid still smeared shit writing all over the attic walls. And Damon's like, you're going to have to clean this up. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid upstairs in the attic smearing shit all over the walls, writing words in the shit. Turns out totally faking. Hilarious. And then um, Damon shows him what real demonic powers look like and scares the fuck out of the kid to open the show. So oh, that's like, fine. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I want to yeah watch so it. it's like super hot, super sarcastic over it. Have Demon you seen Sorcerer any of the Lucifer's? Is, is he that show? I have Lucifer? not really seen, but like Damon Lucifer is more, ch- he seems more charming. Like he Lucifer seems more seductive. Seems like, it seems like if monk was a sexy yeah, devil. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah or like, um, like what was that show with Jeffrey Donovan? Uh, burn notice burn notice or like castle <laughs> yeah yeah um hellstrom no damon's like he's not trying to be charming he's like the fuck he's like a very get the fuck out of my face kind of character um it's but so it's cool hot, like he though. works for that. it's really it's super hot he works for um uh this like sanctuary saint Teresa's that locks up people who are possessed it locks up demons um it's like a, a nun of the highest order who's in charge of it she's awesome there's a, a nun in training that is like the scully to Hellstrom's Mulder. Like she's very skeptical of everything and they don't get along, but you can tell there's a romance brewing. Um, the sister, she just goes by Anna. And I'm like, well, I read Marvel comics and I know that Anna is probably short for Satana. So that'll be a fun reveal. Um, she's awesome. She's got like this killer Bob and she's all badass, And she, um, uh, kills this serial murderer of women by like faking this auction where they sold Napoleon's sword because she knew that he would buy it and then she corners him in the auction and seduces him on the roof of a skyscraper and then throws him off oh nice like i love these two so i don't know very cool and then at the end i was like okay this is good it doesn't feel very marvelly at the end somebody rolls up to a gas station and it's a roxon gas station i was like there it is Wait, what? What gas station? Roxxon, like the famous company from Marvel Comics. Who's that? I don't know what no. that is. No, Damian Agar. Oh, I'm sorry, Dario Agar, the Minotaur guys, the head of Roxxon Oil. Roxxon Oil's like, come on, really? If I if it didn't happen in the X Men, I don't. I don't. I let it seep out of my brain. Yeah. Well, Roxxon's a big Marvel thing. That's fun. Yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But the th- like the thing about shows, I'm like, ugh, I wish it was six episodes. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's kind of what I went through with Bly. I was like, this is good if it were six episodes. Well, it depends what it is. There's other things where I'm like, I want this to be 20 episodes. 
Yeah. So it really true. depends on like what, how much there is to dig into it. Yeah. So, but yeah, Blind Manor definitely was like stretching it out. Yeah. <sighs> well, we have got more spooky stuff coming next week. Yeah. What I don't else? know what yet, but but we'll figure it out. It'll be spooky and we'll watch it. Um, but thank you for uh, listening. Yeah, we'll figure out this casting news soon, too. Who knows? Come on, Tatiana. Stop fucking with us. <laughs> Stop it. You know you want to be She-Hulk. Do you Approach know but do you know what Tatiana Maslani is a huge fan of? What? My show, uh, with Trixie and Katya. She watches it. Mm. How do you know? She tweets about it. She tweeted? Yes. <gasps> so maybe on the show? Maybe this show? I, I bet you, I wonder, I just don't, I, I wonder if she read it was like, I edit the show, uh, do you want to be on a show? Maybe I can. She'd be like, I would love to be on, uh. She'd be like, I'd love I to know. be on, uh. I know, and I'd be like, no, oh, no, 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 just my stupid <laughs> podcast. And she'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> she'd be like, go fuck yourself. I'm not She-Hulk. Oh, but thank you for listening. Um, yeah. And uh, guys. Oh, I'm going to be on Homer Superior X this week. Oh, yay. Yeah. So uh, X-Men 13 and Excalibur 13. I'll oh, talk about those. yes. Please. Defend. Anything I should know. I'm just saying defend. Uh, well, they hate Our Excalibur. Tastes. They hate Excalibur. So you need to defend Betsy Braddock for me if they go I off will. on her. Oh, my God, I will. No, but they're all sweethearts, so you'll have fun. Okay. Um, and, all right, well. Uh, and, yeah, that's what's happening. And then there's also there's just this other thing where it's like if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. Queer. Queer.